I once had the uh, pleasure to speak to Rabbi Baron. Some of you may know who that is. He was a famous Talmud Chacham, Machaber, many Sforim. I believe he lived in Montreal. Uh, an Alter Mir, he lived in the Mir Yeshiva. And he told me that he knew my grandfather-in-law, Rabbi Shimon Rum, who was once called Rabbi Shimon Bissaker, not to be confused with another Shimon Bissaker, who you probably don't know anyway, from Beset Talmud. But uh, his name was Shimon Bissaker. He was from a town called Visak, and he was in Ilui, in the Mir Yeshiva. And Rebbe Baron told me about it. Rebbe Baron said like this, your grandfather-in-law was the greatest speaker in the Mir Yeshiva. And in fact, we know in the family that Rabbi Rucham, great Rabbi Rucham Levavitz, who will come back to, used to ask my grandfather-in-law to speak. And he became uh, a Rebbe in YU, in Reitz, and was a Rav in the, in the um, in Washington Heights. And he said he was the greatest speaker in the Mir. I said, and he said to me, how do I know? Because I was the second best speaker in the Mir Yeshiva. And my grandfather, Shimon Rome, was considered the best speaker in the Mir Yeshiva. Now, that was a big covet, right? Because the Mir Yeshiva was 400, 500 of the best minds in Europe, the future Ramim and Rabbanim, etc. He was the best speaker. And Rabbi Malin further, really, not, not, not to be confused, Rabbi Malin, Rabbi Baron, Rabbi Malin is a whole different level with all Kolokabo to everyone we've mentioned. Rabbi Baron uh, said to me that I once asked your grandfather in law, how did he become a good speaker? I said, Shimon, Shimon, do you watch good speakers speak? So he says, no, I watch bad speakers, and I think that I'm not going to do what they did, which is definitely the way my grandfather-in-law would have said it. <laughs> we mentioned the idea, friends, of observing others, mistakes to learn from them. Okay, I just want to go off topic a little bit, really on topic, but it's very on topic, but it's not exactly the point about awareness of others, but we spoke about the idea of learning from others' mistakes and watching others. You mentioned this point kind of kilachayad on the side, but I did mention as you're getting this sensitivity to awareness of others and, and how you're standing and things like that and how your, your body is and your voice is to notice others. Now, perhaps you wondered, how does that fit with the idea of Don and Likavskos? So I want to address that for a second. So certainly, friends, there's definitely a form of Daniel Lekavos which the point is to show that that person did no wrong. You see someone who goes into McDonald's, was it for a double, double bacon burger or for a Coke? So Daniel Lekavos says to you that no, where Machrian say that he didn't go in for any nefarious reason, for sure he went in to buy a Coke. I Daniel Lekavos. There's another form of Don Likovskis, I think, which is like this. The person unequivocally didn't necessarily do right, but I don't write him off because of it. The Don Likovskis isn't in saying that he did the right thing. He made a mistake. We all do. And maybe even had a reason, but it doesn't mean he did the right thing. We aren't mechuyiv to believe, now I'm speaking to my knowledge and things I've learned from my rabbeim. You can welcome to ask your local Orthodox rabbi. I'm not here to pass in Shilas, but I do believe that there's sources for this in Rabbi Solanta, and I certainly heard it from Leichter, the basic idea. We're not mechuyiv to believe that everybody is Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, right? We know that Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky was unusually what we call mechushban, oskechashban. In Yiddish, in Hebrew, would say mechushban. In Yiddish, we would say oskechashban. Everything Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky did was right, was on the money, 
he had thought about all the stadim of things, even other gedolim it's known, would, would be misspoiled, were, were struck by how worked out he was and things like that. So if he was standing in a certain place, if he was sitting in a certain place, if he was saying a certain things, you can be darn sure that he had thought about it and he was doing everything in the right way. But certainly we're not mechliyev to believe everybody's doing the right thing all the time, right? So what's the Don Lekavs mean in those things? It means that the Don Lekavs isn't necessarily saying, oh, he did the right thing. You know, this person is standing too close to me. Obviously, he's cheshpiting that it's good for my panemius if he's standing so close to me. And there, it's good for me that his pack is in my ribs, right? For sure. No. If he was more thought out, he would follow where his backpack is, right? But the Don Lekavs Chos and the non the good way to look at it is not say he's doing the right thing. It's to say he's making a mistake, but okay, he's a good person. He didn't know and taught him. He doesn't realize. He doesn't mean anything like we spoke about. I would add also one more thing. And here's the point I want to get to. To walk around and see all the mistakes people make has no toelis. I used to do that a little bit. I just try to learn from everybody, not learn even, just to note, it, note all their mistakes, right? And then I realized you don't have to do that. But here's the point. Listen well, guys. If it has a toelis, one could even say it has a mitzvah, right? And I did definitely learn that idea from Leichter, and he based it on Rabbi Sosalanter, and I'm not, I don't remember the, exactly the way it was years and years ago, and it's a sensitive topic, so you can think about it and check it out yourself. But I'm just putting it out there because this is an important idea. To learn from people's mistakes and not say everyone is right, right? And that's important because there's so much to see. I want to think about Kass, right? For example, not necessarily a true example to me, one way, yes or no. But let's say I don't have such a natia to cats, but I want to teach the world about cats. I want to talk about anger. So I look in the world and I see people angry. Now, if I, if I say to everybody, Shangri-La, everybody's really good, everybody's doing the right thing, no Jew ever makes a mistake, etc. So I can't learn anything because for sure his cats is Mephushman. So just like Ravon Leib Steinman once got angry, this, this fellow in the show gets angry. No, no, then you can't learn from anything. This is what Yisrael writes about. So what is Don Lekav's plus in that sense? It's 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 to me to make the chait smaller and say he's, he doesn't mean anything. No one taught him, etc. But it doesn't mean that you're making everybody right all the time. That's what I that's what I think. Okay, that's what I've learned. Now within that again, that's just going back to how did that how did that come into what we're talking about? Because I said in this world of being aware of your placement and where you are with others, you might not always know. You might not always be able to be fitting figure everything out in your own little world. So when you look at others. There's a lot to learn, right? And and truly, there's a tremendous amount to, to learn about Midas in the world at large. And one should take advantage. So, so let's see here the difference. If I'm just if I'm just there to be critical, to look down at others, so why are you doing about it? Think and learning, follow the news. Why, why just be critical? But if you're criticalized in order to learn about people and to, to make a to make a study of people in a way which you will then apply to your own life, so that's a correct thing to do. Now, to judge someone who's not doing something wrong or doing something wrong is against Dan Kaskus. But like I said, you don't have to think that everybody's doing the right thing all the time. Okay, so it's it's a it's a fine line, but but I hope everybody appreciates that both sides being too critical is going to be obviously a bad thing, but not to have any critical eye at all is you're limiting your learning of things. Now, if you're not into learning about me this anyway, I don't know what that means, not learning about me this anyway, right? But if you're if I don't know what that means, but if you don't want to learn about me this anyway, and just so why do it? 
But if you're interested in learning Bimidus and that's your idea and that's why you're looking at that way, so then for sure there's a lot to learn by by how people make mistakes and do the, do the wrong thing, just like Rabbi Baron learned from my grandfather, Rabbi Shimon Ram, about how to how to speak, just like my father, grandfather learned how to speak by watching bad speakers. Okay, um, so we made a challenge last time to talk about all the way to find different areas where being aware of like our bodies are that was a I think a great uh, avoda that I realized many years ago. This idea of how you stand. Of course, I spoke about my friend Matis Rosenblum Zatzal last week. You know, like when I stood too close to him, most people I think do like it, but he taught me not everybody likes it. And I gave everybody a challenge to think about different situations. So I want uh, some challenge, some cases I saw myself over the week, which I'll share. And then we're going to go very deeply into a point from Rabbi Rucham and continue uh, the avoda. Listen to this. One is watching a drusha. Friday night, I was watching a drusha. I was watching someone speak. I had a straight view. I was sitting in the, the most back seat in the shul, which is kind of a little bit in the aisle, the full full house for Friday night davening, as many shuls were. And they had a row of seats in a mechubad way in the back. And I was sitting in one of those seats. I saw the speaker. He was speaking, whatever he was speaking about. Fine. Then suddenly someone kind of like comes into my uh eye range just kind of like drifted first he was kind of drifted and he was kind of blocking me but i could still see the speaker and then he then he boom stands right in front of me then finally i said to him, excuse me you know i want to see the speaker i told him to move away as revolva told us in akpada you have to talk to people don't be sad and say it in an angry way not but of ketzef but i asked him please move away and he of course moved moved to the side now here friends there are two points in it if you think about it there's one is I want you to image that hearing a speaker, right? When when you can just make out the speaker, but there's someone else's hat or body like right there, like there's you're seeing the body right in front of you and there's like the sliver of space and then you see the speaker. It's hard to see the speaker in that way, even though you can see the speaker 100%. That already is a hafra to another human being. Is everybody getting the image of what I'm talking about? Right? I see the speaker, but but the hat, I'm like, I'm kind of like fighting the hat to see the speaker. I see him, and like, well, take off your hat. Just take off your hat. Well, why does everyone have to leave their hat on? If it's a minig in the yeshiva to leave a hat on, leave your hat on, right? But if it's not the minig, why, I always wonder, why do people leave their hat on during a drasha? Meaning, when people are in front of you. Again, if that's the minig in the yeshiva, if they go to convention, I don't want to mess around. If that's the minig, that's the minig. That's what's done. That could be covered. People must, some some yeshivas keep their hats on for musr and musr speech. Oh, not, uh, you know, obviously not in my issue, but not not obviously because that's a bad hanhaga, obviously because we're just a different type of place. But if that's the hanhaga, I'm not against that. Chasashon, who am I? Miani. But that's not the hanhaga, right? Most people take off their hats. You want to leave your hat on. Why do you want to leave your hat on? You're blocking people. Take your hat off. So that's one thing infringing on the view in other words you're applying this fellow again now i'm looking at him right now what i'm not i didn't say he's a russia and say he's a bad guy and it's he meant anything he sure didn't mean anything but that is a mistake right that's back to what we spoke about learning and i learned something to him from him and i've taught you from that from watching observing that observing that mistake okay you go to kiddush lavana 
This is, I should put all these examples in front of me over Shabbos. You go to Kiddush Levana, right? Very often, like, everybody crowds in a certain area, and then other people can't get to the Kiddush Levana. No. Stand a little bit more in the exterior, which will leave more room for more people to get there, and everybody will live. Like, everybody, there's, there's, there's 15, there's, there's room for 30 people on the balcony. But if 15 people stand at the beginning of the balcony, then no one else will get to the back of the balcony. <laughs> I mean, just move back, right? Blocking that out. This is one I love. Blocking that out during davening. I know in the Chutzlar shuls, but in the Eretz Yisrael shuls, they're all packed very often, right? And then sometimes there's no room, and I, no room, there's no room. But sometimes there's room. You stand saying Shimon Esri in the back. There's one bathroom, right, where I daven very often. There's one building, and then there's Yishtibel. The bathroom is in that one building. So people have to, you know, people, there's 40 people, 50 people davening in building A and, and whatever amount davening in, in building B. And the bathroom is in building B. So the people from building A must go to building B to get to the bathroom. Now you stand in the aisle. Shimon Esri, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you standing there? All right. I don't need to, you know, what I'm saying, but even the way you place yourself when you go to the bathroom, you can place yourself in a way that's uncomfortable to others and not uncomfortable to the others. We mentioned seat in a row, right? There's a row of seats. And so if you sit in the first seat, sometimes, you know, you're not going to, you can sit in a way, I saw someone sit in a way where there were four seats and he sat in a way which ob, uh, obstructed anybody else from sitting in the whole row. Standing too close to people we mentioned. Now, Okay, good. So, so this realm is, again, the general idea we're talking about is the idea of, of not, I won't call this chesed per se, right? But as we name the vad, chesed and awareness of others. This means, this fills on level one, the awareness of other tracks, right? I live a Baal Chesed lives to do Chesed. All the Chesed we learned about Avram is all the Chesed he was doing, obviously. But this part of this sugya is not just fulfilling the needs of others, like we started, started strong, but it's also living with a sense of where others are and how, and, and specifically, how am I impacting them? And of course, there's me impacting them by saying nasty things or saying nice things, doing nasty things or doing nice things, etc. But also me impacting them by how I, oh, and I forgot. There's also things like driving, right? Do you drive too close to people? Do you cut people off? Where do you park, right? That's that's not exactly your body, but it's like it's the very significant extension of your body called your car, which is which is highly relevant to many people how your how your car is. Okay, so so all these areas it's called awareness. That's why I want everybody to get into that mindset. Now, we brought this as this idea of awareness. But now I want to go a lot deeper into this, okay, in the few minutes, 10, 12 minutes we have left. And try to think for a second, is this just awareness of others or is there more to it? And I think there's a lot more to it. And we're going to explain with a, a favorite Yisoda mine. Built on the Gemara of Hillel. The Warren Shabbos Lamed Aleph, I believe, says the Ger comes to Shammai. Teach me the whole Torah one regalachas. Shammai says there's no approach. Get lost. He pushes him away. Hillel comes to the great Hillel. And Hillel says, What's hated to you, don't do it to your friends. This is the whole Torah. Everything is a parish. Now, many ask, how is this the whole Torah? 
But the more central question, which I want to deal with for a moment, is why did Hillel speak of the negative? Right? Why did why did he say? If you look at the Rambam in the 14th parak of Hilchas he basically brings his Gemara in the positive. It's very interesting. What you want others to do to you, do to them. The Rambam just took the Gemara and flipped it around in the positive. Okay, that's the Rambam. But Hill himself spoke in the negative. So why did Hill speak in the negative? So there's a lot we can talk about. There's the Marsha, there's the Chabad Svarim talk about it. But I want to teach you something from the great review from Lovavitz, which really deserves more than 10 minutes. But you'll excuse me for just saying it in 10 minutes, and there's plenty for everybody to think about. And the reason this idea is so important is because Rabbi Rucham says it's no less than a sod misodas of Torah. What I'm about to teach you is a secret from the secrets of the Torah, and this is how our whole world has to be built. A person says, I want more relationship with my son. I want to work on my relationship with my wife. I want to work on my relationship with Davidic. I want to work on my relationship with the Torah. I want to work on my relationship with Hashem. What do you do? So the natural way we think is go straight to the thing, right? Meaning what? I sit down with my son and I say, Sonny, tell me about your day. Tell me about your life. Tell me what you're thinking, etc." And he says, get lost, Dad. You know, we'll have a good time then. Yes, I don't want to talk, right? Okay. Or he does want to talk. He doesn't want to talk. The first step in building a relationship with your son is building a vessel. A clee. He has to know that when you speak to him, he has your attention, right? Which is so relevant today with all the many distractions that are available. You know, I went out to eat recently with relatives I hardly see. <laughs> and, you know, my relative's on his phone so much of the time. I don't really mind so much because I'm not that type of guy. I worked on Capetus in the summer with everybody, you know. But I, I definitely understood where he's coming from. But it was interesting to me. You know, you see, you don't see a relative. I was, I'm decently busy when I'm out there, you know, making time. I definitely was making time. I think they know that. You know, they, I was wearing a tie, the whole thing. And it's on his phone. Okay. It's not a great way to make a relationship, right? So, but here's the point. The, the way to build things in Torah is by building a Kli first. And the Rebuchim says, this is how everything has to go. Same thing with your wife. You want to build a relationship with your wife, right? I'll say this in a Bote uh, way, right? That you say, I for sure want to build a relationship with my wife, but you know, I like to, I like to spend time with other women also. I don't just mean in a talkless uh, business way, etc. You know, but uh, flirt a little bit with a woman, Khalilah. Why should I bother my wife? I love my wife, but you know. So, and I really, I'm going to be totally dedicated when I talk to my wife. I'm going to be totally dedicated, but she knows that I don't do anything. But you know, I, I flirt a little with other women, which some some men do. Halila, I mean, not not an artsy word, but such a thing happens. So, see, here's the point. Or my wife can't count on the fact that I will have full attention on her during the time that I spend on her. I will be distracted with other things. That's not the way to build, right? Let's go to learning. First is, I want to get into learning. What am I going to do? I'm going to start thinking very, very deeply about Torah. No, you know what the first thing you have to do is? The first thing you have to do is, I'm going to come on time to my Seder. I'm going to figure out how long I can learn. I'm going to be undistracted. Let's talk about davening, the same thing. Davening is a great example. I want to get into davening. So what I do, ooh, I got to get into davening. So what am I going to do? So I'm going to really daven with all my heart and all my soul, really passionate, things like that. What time do you, but 
I go, what time did you come to Davening? Well, I came about 10 minutes late and I was rushing a lot. But no, by the time Shimon Esri, the middle of Shimon Esri, already I was full of the Dvekas and the Slavas. Okay, and I answered a few emails along the way, but, you know, and I spoke a little bit, but but I was mamish uh, and I was, I was on fire. No, 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 no. That's not the way you built. Here, and here's the point. Don't please don't lose the point in my drama. The way you build, the Rabbi Rukum says, is first you make a kli. And the kli is not tool. The kli doesn't have feelings in it, right? A kli is not something you feel. It doesn't have feelings. But it's a necessary first step in which feelings can develop. See, if a person says, what's your relationship to Davin? Listen now, you'll hear the point. A person says, what's your relationship to Davin? Oh, my Davin, it's Kavaldi. I don't talk. I come on time. I'm quiet till the end. And I take on my tefillin and then I leave. That's my relationship to Davin. Right? That's your relationship to Davin? Just negative. You, you, just negative. Well, that's what I do. I don't, I don't talk. I don't, there's a, well, but what do you do? I don't. Okay, good. Obviously, that's chaser. Person, so what's my relationship to davening? I just, I'm passionate. You know, well, what time do you come? Are you distracted? Whatever, that's a side point. No, no, no. That's not how you build. The way you build, friends, is the first you have to have the clee, right? First, you make the clee. And the clee is that I come on time. That I, but I, want you, I want you to hear how that's a clee, right? I come on time. I'm not distracted. I'm fully there, right? And now, within that, the feelings can come and the devakas can come because you made a clee. The clee on its own is only clee. It's like you go to the restaurant, what do they give you? Oh, they serve on such beautiful china. What's in the china? Uh, nothing. They just gave you the china. That's no, that's no meal, right? But you don't put a meal on the floor either. You say here, here's the steak. Where's the you use your use your use your use your napkin? Just put the steak on the napkin. What, what are you talking about? You crazy? If the if the feelings don't have a clee, they will dissipate and fly all over the place. If the clee is a clee on its own, you haven't done anything. And here's where per, people can come short in either way. Some people, right? If you think about it, they're mechanical about something like davening. And but again, all the areas we mentioned and more, we can use the same muscle, right? If all I am in davening is just mechanical, I come on time, put on my tefillin, I say the right words, I say it all, I'm there to the end. I don't, God forbid, say a word. There are people like that, and you probably have seen them. But there's no lave, there's no emotion, there's no nothing. But they have the clee. And then there are other people who come, who knows when, and they're full of, uh, well, full of islavas, right? But they're also lacking because they're the, the feelings can't stay. They're all over the place. They're dissipating. The tsura is the proper way to build is I have the kli and the kli is serious. But then within the kli, the feelings develop. And now they're, 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 they're shamor. They're guarded. They're developing, right? My wife knows that I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, no eyes for other women. My wife knows that when I speak to her, I'm fully concentrated on her. I wait, now a relationship can develop. My son knows the same thing. My learning can develop. I, I can't, I'm, I'm, I'm an honest to just mention also, this is a terrible problem I see today. And I'm being generous. You know, a lot of the, what we see outside in the street, there's all this, you know, of Abbas Hashem and the guitar and the Abbas Hashem, and it's all, oh, all the, you know, but but there's a lot of times there's a chisarn in the Yerushalayim. So one hears right away how this chisarn First, things have to start with your, your Shemayim, right? I see, I'm just scared my battery might go dead. Hold on. I got unplugged there. Sorry, apologize. We're back, okay, right? 
So I have to start with Yerushalayim. I start with Yerushalayim, which is a which is a boundary, right? Same thing. My, what's your Judaism? My Judaism is great. What do you do? I don't do this. I don't do that. I don't eat trafe. I don't do this. I don't do that. I'm a Okay, but wh- wh- where are you living in? Okay, good. Now another thing is though. Oh, my 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 Judaism is great. I love Hashem and I do stuff. What do you do about the lavim and stuff? Nah, I'm not so into that. That's minuche. That's that's not for the real ovdim like me. Wh- when do you say Kriyashma? Whatever, whatever. But I say it with such love. No, no, no. So that's the way you build. And Rabbi Rucham says, he says a lot more. We can't go into the whole thing now. Rucham says, when it comes to obviously stroll, you might have thought you go straight to the thing, right? Feeling. No. First, it's awareness. You have to first develop that awareness that what's sunny to other people, I'm not going to do. I live with that awareness of them. People can know that I'm not going to, I might not always make the right moves yet. And Hillel is giving this care the first step. The first step in your search towards Judaism is obviously Sroll. And your first step in obviously Sroll is perforce the Kli. This is what you got to do first, Joe Gare. The first thing you must do is develop the Kli. What's the Kli? The Kli is that's why he spoke in the negative so deep he was really being megalitim the whole the way that the whole torah is built and also obviously Israel is built i hope everybody hears that so it's a point you have to think about you have to live with a little bit and uh see it but once you see it you really see it so i i was thinking about it that what we're talking about i didn't, I didn't mean to run into this but Baruch Hashem, i think we did run into this friends right we'll say that that th- that's the point this bodily awareness, which is kind of like a low-level awareness, but it's really the first step towards Avas Abrias, right? Avas Abrias, Chesed, for sure, at the end means I'm doing nice things for people and I care about people and I'm doing, and I'll say nice things and do all the things. But where does it start? It has to start that people are safe around. People know that I'm not going to say something negative to them. People know that I'm careful about their feelings. People know that I'll, I, won't, I, won't, I won't cut them off with my car or with my mouth, or with my body, that I live with this awareness of people. Now, is it enough just to say, what's, what, who are you in terms of obviously, well, I'm aware of everybody, I don't do anything negative. No, that's not enough. Where's the positive? Where's the love, like they like to say today? Where's the love? So for sure, the love has to come, but the love comes after the awareness. The awareness is what, think about it, because as I'm aware of people, what happens? Hey, there are human beings out there. I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one who cares about his covered and his money and his status and, and his food and his health. They all care about stuff and they all, no one likes to be uncomfortable. Just like, I don't like to be comfortable. No one cares to be uncomfortable. So now in myself, I'm building this world of awareness of people, this world of, of, of people. And I have a clee now within that. Now I start, can really start loving them and it's built uh, the right way. Okay. That is me and Erki how I think basically what Rehukum says an incredibly, now you see why it's such an important thing because it's all over. It's relationships with people. It's relationships with davening. It's relationships with learning. It's really a basis in how everything's built. That's what Rehukum says. It's a sod misoda satara. It's a secret from the secret satara. And it's a basic point in how everything's built. That's what the Bali Muslims are always looking for. That's what life is always looking for. How are things built? And we, how, do, how, do we, how, do we get, how do we get to it? Okay. So I think it was, that was a big thing to share. Now, the Kabbalah is Al-Pizeh, uh, moving a little bit, still within the realm of what we're talking about, moving a little bit away from it, is what I think is like to really try to focus this week on this, to work with those words. 
the last two weeks have been last week excuse me was like awareness of where your body is and where your speech is with others but now i want to take it a little bit more directly into those words what I don't want done to me, I'm not going to do to others. I'm going to find, let's find, let's find lots and lots of cases of things that we don't want done to us, right? I'll try myself, Holy Hashem will send me ideas. And here's the other point. Try to live this a little bit, meaning at this stage, it's try to sense how that builds a clean in me. The more that I am, this, this is the equation that Rebuchim is putting in front of us. As opposed, the, the equation is, the more I will be an alecha soni l'chavrechelosavet person, the more I'll be able to develop feelings of avisor. Now, you don't have to f- develop those feelings this week, but I want to see if anything is uh, with me and with you, is anything mitorer, is anything waking up? Can we Do we see that? Or it just seems like, no, there's the kli, and then there's this, and it's separate, or do we see something organic here? That, that I think, because I think Rabbi Rucham is really, if you look at the words, he's talking about something organic. So can we start to see this organic thing? So it's the answer might be no. And we'll just be Mekayim the Gemara on a simple level, the way everybody was Mekayim before Rebuchim. And that's already very good, because that's what Hillel said to the Ger. That itself is a great thing to do, not to do things that people don't like. That's really what awareness is about. This is a Chazal. This was Hillel's direction to the Ger. So for sure, it's good for us to take that direction. Excellent. Mitsuyan, wonderful. But perhaps we can see more than that, right? Perhaps we'll see that this organic, as I'm getting into that, I could start to feel how people start to exist to me. And I, I want to be good to people. We'll, we'll talk more about it next week. Okay, I got to run. It's been a pleasure. Thanks so much, Tyron, for being here live and for everybody else for listening. I see a lot of people listening. We'd love to see you live, but we understand it's uh, better to know that you're going to listen eventually, uh, even if we can't have you live. All the best. Shabbat